four and thirteen. Sorry. Damn. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the PK Sportscast. I am your host, John, aka that PK boy. I've got Caleb Carell and Hard Knock Life here today. How you boys doing? Going good, doing man. How, how are you doing? Hey, I'm I'm doing okay. Um, you know, you guys were texting me this weekend that I needed to be on some kind of watch, and you guys are, you know, just I'm glad that I'm here today. Uh, well, we're just going to go, we're, we'll just go right into it, man. Uh, I got, I got to bring up some of the comments I made last week about the Indianapolis Colts. Um, you know, just wanted to say that they are, they're going strong three weeks in a row. They have made my life questionable. Uh, so Kansas city at Indianapolis, um, I'll go ahead and take this one first, boys. Um, that was just bad. It was just all around bad. Um, you know, good job to the Colts. They they won. My my too early prediction, I expected the Colts to win. Uh, but I even said on the show last week, I, after seeing them tie t- the Texans and lose to Jacksonville the way that they did, I just saw them. Be, there was no way that they would beat us. And sure enough, it was a trap game. They got us. Um, and, and I got to give them credit, man. They they did um me of course the chiefs kind of beat themselves up there and kind of caused that loss on their own but um i want to just dive into a couple things about this game you know i noticed that it was a game of firsts you know it was it was mahomes's first game in indianapolis in his career uh it was matt ryan's first win as a colt um you know, and there was uh, this rookie, Jelani Woods, tight end out of Virginia. He had it was his first game with targets, at least. I'm not sure if he played in week one or two, but his career stats are the stats from this game against Kansas City. Uh, this man had two receptions for 13 yards, but he had two touchdowns. This this man, his first reception in the NFL was a touchdown in the first quarter. Uh, right after Sky Moore muffed the punt a minute and 20 seconds into the game. Um, so it was a little four-yard dump. I think it might have even been a one-yard dump off technically because after they ran it a couple times. But Jelani Woods, first reception, touchdown. Not only that, second reception was also a touchdown. So have a day, rookie. That's awesome. Um, you know, even though I'm really upset about the loss, I think it's awesome that a rookie came in and had two touchdowns on his first first game, really. So that's sweet. Um, you know what's not sweet and what is not a first is uh, the Colts disappointing me once again um, because I did have them in my too early pick to win this game. And they did win, but I didn't get the dang point, man. Not got the point and everything. So I just I had my team lost. My parlays all got blown up. Not got the point. It just, man, the, these Colts, man, I, like I just hope that they, you know, pick it up from here and become that number one seed in the AFC. Like I said that they would, but anyways, knock you, you guessed the point uh, or you got the point for that one. What did you think of the game? You know, I, I was disappointed. Oh, I was disappointed, bro. Like the way we lost that game, that really pissed me off. That really, I mean, I watched the game. I'm watching it. We dominated that game. We dominated that game. Um, the, the quarterback for the Colts looked terrible. He looked terrible the entire first half. Um, you know, Matty Ice just couldn't get it together at any point. 
we we I thought that we were hands down dominating that game. And then we just started shooting ourselves in the foot. I mean, you mentioned the muffed punt. That leaves them right there in the red zone. I mean, that's a huge turning point in the game. That's almost like the interception pick six that we had last week against the Chargers. It was that big. And then Chris Jones. Chris Jones, Chris Jones, Chris Jones, man. Get your big ass off the field after you get a sack, bruh. Get your big ass off the field, bruh. You go out there, you get your say, you get your money. And then what are you doing out there yapping? Why? You don't need to do that. You're getting paid. You get the quan. Everyone knows that you're that dude. What are you out there? What do you have left to prove? That you're still a knucklehead? <laughs> what are you doing, man? And this isn't the first time. This isn't Chris Jones' first time. Now, I will say, Chris Jones is my guy. You and I have had many debates. And back a couple of years ago, we were having debates. Do we keep Chris Jones or Tyreek? Because we saw it coming to a head. And I said we keep Chris Jones. Chris Jones is the most important player on our team that's not named Patrick Mahomes and wearing number 15. I believe in him. He's that dude. I think he's the best interior defensive lineman in the league. Hands down. Don't get it twisted. Chris Jones is that dude. He's got way more deposits that he's made for the Chiefs than he's got debits. But I'll tell you what, that debit last night, this week, that was big. That was big, and it contributed to the loss. And last but not least, the biggest shot that I have, Spags. Damn, Spags. Spagnola, the defensive coordinator of the Chiefs. Man, bro, bro, six-minute drive. Matty Ice can't do a damn thing all game. You give up a six-minute drive culminating in a score and leaves us no time. You sit back. You sit back and give up all this stuff underneath their entire drive. You just, like, you call in the defense to allow them to slowly get first downs and run clock. Then when they get in the red zone and there's a minute left, we start throwing the kitchen sink at them and leaving single coverage and letting an opportunity to take shots so that when they score, we got 13 damn seconds or some, something like that. Why do you not throw the kitchen sink at them early in the drive when there's six, five, four minutes left? Either we stop them or they score. But Pat Daddy, Patrick Mahomes, the guy who clearly has shown that he cannot be given the ball with a minute left, would have had time to bring us back into field goal range. I don't understand the play calling. I think that the players were not put in a position to win as well as they should have and as well as they have been in the past. I feel like some of the players got lackadaisical, and I'm pissed that we lost to this version of the Colts. I expected that the Colts would win in the too early prediction, but it was supposed to be a different version of the Colts. I'm pissed that we lost to this version of the Colts, and I expect that we turn it around we play a hell of a lot better when we have to travel to Tampa Bay. Hmm. Caleb, sorry about my rant, man. What you got over there, bro? Well, I'll tell you what. If, if the Chiefs... If, the Chief, if this version of the Chiefs comes out then uh, against Tampa Bay, I, I'm not even sure I'm going to want to watch that game. I listen, I, you know, you you say the Chiefs dominated this game. I, I, I don't think you can even remotely put the Chiefs and dominant in the same sentence 
uh, after this past week, man. It was just ugly. It was ugly from the get-go. I mean, you know, I know it was a 20-17 to 17 loss, but as you said, we were not supposed to lose to this version of the Colts. I mean, we're, we're talking about a team that couldn't even put up a field goal against Jacksonville, couldn't even beat Houston. Um, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's bad. It's, it's bad. Um, you know, as you said, you know, Sky Moore, special teams, special teams was just, I, I don't even, did they even get out of bed? Um, you know, then, you know, Sky Moore muffed a punt inside the Chiefs 10, you know, that puts them on the, they put, they got the ball at their own four, excuse me. No, on the four. After that, the game was cooked. I'm sitting here looking. I'm like, okay, when are the Chiefs going to – when are they going to wake up? When are they going to wake up? And then halftime rolls around. You guys remember the last time something happened between Mahomes and EB? It was what we saw. Does, and they – it was a pretty big game we blew against Cincinnati, wasn't it? I'm just saying there's something I don't really want to admit that's going on. Uh, it just it doesn't doesn't seem right. Whenever Andy Reid, you see him coming at halftime trying to separate Mahomes from going at EB. There's 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 just an issue, um, you know. And Amendola, I, I I don't know what else. You know, we the Chiefs didn't even trust Amendola to take a field goal. Uh, I mean, you know, and then he misses a thirty-four yarder that would have give KC a two possession lead. I mean, just everything that could have went wrong for the Chiefs just went wrong. Mahomes was visibly frustrated on the sideline. Uh, it feels like every time that the cameras cut away to Mahomes, he was just he he just looked pissed. And you know, in very pressure situations, he's been very good at times. Most times, I might add. And you know, just to see him as irritated as he was throughout that entire game, he knew, he knew they were not supposed to lose to this Colts team. I don't care if the win was by one. He knew they should not have lost that game. I don't know. I don't know where there's got to be a lot of things addressed um, because the the chiefs did not look like the chiefs this week. And it, it hurts. Um, We, we cannot, we cannot put together that kind of performance against Tampa. If we're not wanting to get blown out by 30. I'll go in on Tampa a little bit later, but as it looks, Kansas City's got some fine tuning to do, and it's. I, I hope we do not see that version of the Chiefs again this season. Yeah, man, it, it was all bad. I mean, special teams really did uh, make or break a close game like that. Um, because I mean, you really look at like the day that Mahomes and Ryan had, and they weren't like too far. I think obviously Ryan had a bit of a better day. Obviously, he had a win. Uh, he had he went twenty-seven for thirty-seven, two twenty-two, two touchdowns, no picks. But he was sacked five times. Uh, Mahomes twenty for thirty-five, two hundred and sixty-two yards, a tutty, and a pick at the very end of the game. Only sacked one time. Um, I think without that pick at the end, they have a really similar day. Um, Here's the big difference that I saw. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, seven carries, zero yards, one touchdown. Jonathan Taylor, 21 carries, 71 yards, 20 receiving yards. Uh, So I I think their run game uh, was able to – 
Uh, and that might have kind of, like to Knox's point, that might have come in that last six-minute drive. That's where their run game really looked and looked very strong. Their short pass game was strong. Um, and they just drove up the field, and there was nothing it seemed like we could do about it. They looked like the Colts. Like, and that, that last drive looked like the Colts that we thought they were going to be. <laughs> um, and I, I don't know. Watching this game, I really couldn't tell if Jacksonville – or I'm sorry, not Jacksonville. Indianapolis had come back and looked like the team they were supposed to be or if the Chiefs just looked like the Chiefs from the AFC Championship last year where we come out looking – I, I guess we didn't even come out as strong as that with the muffed punt at the beginning. But I, I thought after the Skymore muffed punt in the first minute, I figured we bounced back from that, and it looked like we were going to do so. Um, so I'm really disappointed in that. But anyways, uh, you know, on to another game that might have been surprising to a lot of us. Uh, we all no, – nobody got a point for this. Um, Buffalo, Miami, arguably the the biggest game of the weekend – uh, Knock, I won't let you, let you get started on this one, man. What did you think of the Bills-Dolphins game? Man, what a hell of a game, right? That game was so much fun to watch. Um, you know, I remember we talked about it last week. I said it was going to be – I thought the Bills would win, but it's going to be a lot closer than people think it could come down to the wire. And the fact of the matter is it did come down to the wire. It just so happened that, that Dolphins were able to pull the game out. And and it was super interesting because it, it – at the end of the game, I don't know if you saw Josh Allen literally put his head onto his shoulder. Like he looks like he, he looked defeated. He didn't look fired up. He didn't look angry. He didn't he looked defeated, resigned. Um, I'm surprised that that's not a meme that's just going around everywhere like the Jordan cry face. Really, seriously. Um, it, it was crazy. And, and I think it was less about Buffalo and more about Miami. And the reason why is because Josh Allen threw for 400 yards. Josh Allen also led his team in rushing. They've got to figure that part out. But Tua only had 186 yards this week compared to last week where he had six touchdowns or something crazy, right? The Dolphins still found a way to win. They're just now got Tyreek there, and they're already gelling. They already are winning tough games. And and that team looks formidable. I mean, I... After the way they they beat Baltimore and now they beat Buffalo, these are, I mean these are top teams in the AFC. We all have those teams in the in the playoffs. You know they're doing it with defense, they're doing it with special teams, they're playing as a team. That game was a, lo- a lot of fun to watch. Um, and and until the Buffalo figures out how to run the ball, they're not going to be able to seal games. They're not going to be able to seal wins like the Colts were able to do to your point that you made earlier, how they ran the ball on Kansas City in that last drive to run clock and get down and ultimately score. They were able to pick up first downs. Unless the Buffalo Bills are able to do that, they're not going to be able to beat playoff caliber teams. They're going to be the team that looks great during the regular season and not win in the playoffs. They're just a glorified Chargers at that point. Um, So they're not built for the playoffs right now until they get that running game set up. That's that's really what I took for that game. Um, Caleb? You see, uh, what do you see over there? You know, I don't, I don't know the. I I have to disagree with you in a way because I, I don't know. I I think Buffalo still is the favorite to win everything. I just think you know people are. I don't want to say sleeping on this Miami team, but uh, who expected them to be this good? You know, um, we all we, we 
we had them making the playoffs, but we didn't, you know, we didn't see them being a top three, four team in the NFL. I mean, you know, this is incredible. Um, you know, to your point, these two quarterbacks had very different days. Uh, you know, Josh Allen had 400 through the air. Uh, Tua only had 186, 13 of 18, but, you know, he still got the job done. You know, and might I want to add, Tyreek only had 33 yards. Waddle was out there doing the thing. He had 102. He only had four receptions, 102 yards. This offense is crazy. They're already looking like a team that can that that is poised. I don't know if Tyreek just came there and said, hey, I'm going to take you there. But as of right now, that's what it sure looks like. You know, they're finding ways to close out these close games. That big comeback against Baltimore and they're they're able to uh, they're able albeit two points they're able to close out a close game against the Super Bowl favorite in Buffalo like this team is scary I, I don't know I don't know what to make of them I mean obviously something I mean Tua last week he has six touchdowns throws for hundreds of yards I mean I I don't know what to make of them I, I, they they seem to gel really well um you know, and Josh Allen obviously respects him. You know, he's putting his head down. He meets Tua in the field and after the game. And, you know, he just it, – I don't know. I'm, I'm shocked. I, I I really don't know. John, what what, what are you seeing with this? Because I'm, I'm, I'm dumbfounded. Honestly, Miami looks really good. I, I do think that they look pretty good. Um, I would say, you know, I'm, I'm going to sound like devil's advocate here. Um I think Miami's really good. Uh, they've beaten two really good teams, uh, three if you count the Patriots, you know. But you know, not looking like that, right? Um, I've got I've got Miami at eleven and six as my six seed team, and I think that's about where they're going to land. I don't think they're going to win the division. I don't. Um, I think maybe they could slide into that fifth spot, uh, but I think they'll go about eleven and six, maybe twelve and five. I mean, it's very early in the season. Teams are still figuring it out. I mean, you know, uh, last year um, the three and O teams at this point in the season was Arizona, uh, Carolina, and Denver. So, and two of the teams I just mentioned ended up under five hundred last year. So I'm not really too worried about it. Um, I think that they do look like way better than a Denver or a Carolina, but. Um, you know, uh, I just I just don't know if they're going to be able to get it done whenever everybody starts to kind of figure out their scheme and starts to tighten up all of their uh, all of their uh, what would you say blind spots because um, you know the league does adjust and it's week three and I think maybe up to this point no one really took Miami too seriously um, and you know they have a couple things to clean up too I think that they're definitely on track. Uh, they're a really fun team to watch. I would love to see him make a playoff run as long as it's not through Kansas City. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, a couple things I thought were interesting about this game was, um, one, we'll just talk about, no, since neither of you guys said it, the butt punt was hilarious. Not much to say there. I just thought it was funny. Um, that that was great. Uh, we have We now have the butt fumble and the butt punt, so that was great. Uh, I, I think um, the the other thing was, you know, Tua went out in the first half, and I don't, I didn't see this until after the game, but did you guys see how this man stumbled after he got rocked in that first half when he like stood up and jogged and then just like fell right back down and like 
leaned yes. all on his teammate. I, it, it looked pretty bad. So he, he ends up coming back, though, in the second half. And, uh, you know, they say the NFL Players Association is now uh, investigating the incident, saying that he shouldn't have come back from concussion protocol, uh, things like that. Obviously, I think it, for fans, selfishly, it was great. But, um, you know, that – who knows that could have really been bad for Tua like luckily nothing bad happened it didn't seem like but I mean CTE is real man like I don't know if he should have came back Um, so we'll see what ends up coming of that but I mean Miami might get in their own way with all this talent I mean they've already lost draft picks for trying to go after Tom Brady when they weren't supposed to I'm sure that there's plenty other things (laughs) that we haven't found out about in malpractice so um, we'll find out, but I think that was an amazing game, and I think they're going to have a great season. Um, uh, kind of piggybacking off a of knock, I think Tyreek has definitely taken um, the actually. It's gone from being hopeful to like they believe in Miami right now, and you can just tell in the way that they play and their attitude. Tyreek only had 33 yards this week, and they still balled out. I mean, the guy still is at least uh, demanding attention, which is freeing up someone like Waddle to have the best season he's had so far already. So um, good, good things coming out of Miami. Uh, you know where the bad things are coming though, is from places that we thought the good things were coming. Green Bay, Tampa Bay. Oh my we God. We talked about this last week. Oh my God. And what a, what a, what a game. It was a bit of a, it was a little underwhelming. Caleb, what did you think? I mean, you, you said it best. Um, you know, both of these, <laughs> Both of these teams, they're two and one. I think that's just because of the veteran presence and quarterback that both of those teams possess. But um, you know, the, it was it was a very, very, very underwhelming. I really can't think of another word to come up with it. Um, uh, you know, a final score fourteen twelve. I think I had both. I think I had Tampa winning. You know, scoring thirty. Um, you know, it just it's it's ugly. Um, you know, Tampa's really struggling to put some points on the board. Um, I don't know if we say this every year, Father Time's finally catching up with Tom Brady. I doubt it. Um, you know, we saw at the towards the end of that game that Tom Brady is still very much um, capable of, you know, potentially doing the game-winning drive. Uh, you know, it came down to a two-point conversion that unfortunately just – unfortunately for them, uh, we'll say that. Not for me. I loved it. Uh, unfortunately for them – uh, wasn't converted. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I still think we're going to see, we're still going to see good things come out of both of these teams. I believe. Um, I don't think that green Bay will miss the playoffs. Knock. I'm looking at you. Uh, but <laughs> I, 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 I do think, uh, the fine tuning needs to be there as well. You know, some of these big teams that you expect more out of they're, they're struggling. Green Bay's struggling, uh, put points on the board. Kansas city struggled to put points on the board. Tampa has struggled to put points on the board through three games this season. Um, you know, I think we'll see, I think we'll see greatness out of Tom Brady as the season goes on. Um, but man, they, they got to figure something out because only for Tom Brady, uh, you know, you know, they both had, they both had, you know, 250 plus yards. I think Tom Brady got, you know, a good chunk of that during that last drive. I mean, without that last drive, Tom Brady looks like, you know, just looks old without that last drive would have looked old. You look at the stat sheet and you're just going, you know, he had 271 yards, you know, that's. That's not bad at all, but a good 80 of those came at the last drive. I don't know about Tom Brady. Maybe he is getting old. I saw a video circulating somewhere saying 
uh, he was telling somebody on the sideline, you know, I, I don't know that I have the same arm that I had, you know, of course, take that with a grain of salt. You never know if he's just, you know, shooting the, shooting the, you know what, but, you know, kind of makes you wonder. Um, but I'm, I'm done betting against Tom Brady. Every time I'm like, ah, he looks old, you know, he comes back and wins the Super Bowl. So, you know what, I'm done doing that. Knock, what did, what did you, what did you see on that? Man, I mean, to paraphrase this game, I mean, it was just, it was a dud. It was a dud. It's like, I felt like, I felt like, you know, these two guys, this iconic battle between Aaron Rodgers, one of the most talented quarterbacks in our era, going against the winningest quarterback the game's ever seen. A guy who can sling that rock in Aaron Rodgers, that, as Stephen A says, that bad man. And then you've got Brady, who is the quintessential execution artist. He executes day in and day out. He doesn't have to be flashy, right? And they're going against each other. We finally see this matchup. They're not injured. They both are playing. And I could hardly keep my damn eyes open, y'all. I could hardly keep my eyes open. I'm watching the game. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm falling asleep. I kept getting up and walking around and getting a drink and doing stuff, trying to stay awake. That game was such a bore. I mean, they couldn't run. The, neither team could run the ball. Neither team really passed the ball that well. Um, I mean, Tampa Bay only ran the ball 14 times, and one of them was Tom Brady trying to scramble for his life, right? They had 34 rushing yards. 34 rushing yards in a football game. And and the Packers had 67. Both the quarterbacks tried to do too much. They threw the ball a ton and didn't go anywhere. It, it, it was just underwhelming, at, like like Caleb said. So I, I was disappointed in the game. Um, I was really hoping to see some fireworks. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I'm not convinced that either team is just that great. Um, I'm also not convinced that either team is destined to be in the bottom of the NFC either. So I think the verdict's still out. We'll see what happens. Uh, but we're definitely going to have to see some more consistency out of those guys. Definitely. I will say, shout out to Marengo. I know he's not on the show this week, but he is the only one out of all of us that called Green Bay winning this game. So kudos to him for seeing that one coming. Um, but I think, I mean, he had, he had it 28 to 24, so even he saw it to be, um, you know, exactly twice the score of what it actually was. Like he's, he, like no one expected 14, 12. Uh, well, with I, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, I'm sorry, with Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, you, you would think we would yeah. see more than 26 combined points. Well, especially with how lackluster Green Bay's defense has looked this season, you think Tampa, I know Tampa Bay's had some offensive struggles this year and defense has been keeping them in games. This was all, this could have been one of those, right? But their offense just can't get it going. Um, and Tom Brady's self-aware. He, he knows that he's not doing that well either, but uh, I, don't, I don't know what's going on, man. Something tells me, uh, I think he's one of the masked singers, bro. I think he's busy right now. Like he's not focused. So something's going on with Tom. Uh, so I, I think, I think he's under one of those masks. He's gotta be, but, uh, sorry. I had to put in the dancing joke or the singing joke, but I'll tell you what, uh, the one thing I thought was very interesting was, did you guys see the post, the post game interview with Aaron Rodgers? where he was talking about the game and the reporter um, at, like asked him a question and he just says, well, you know, I just, they put, they showed, it was on the very last play, that two point conversion. 
and he says they put something on that jumbotron that they probably shouldn't have and i just i just let the defense know that's all he said so we don't know what happened but i i i know one thing is for sure somebody got fired uh, because because it because the game was in tampa and something tells me they had to show the oc calling the play or something because he he snitched boy did he tell and he told the post game interview and everything he didn't even care about that poor man's job i don't know how much the jumbotron guy makes but hopefully he can get a job somewhere else not in kansas city (laughs) um but man that that's tough that's tough um (laughs) i i'm sorry man like i just i i will say i just I gotta, I gotta check out his uh, Aaron Rodgers personal interview with Pat McAfee up the back because that dude, Aaron, he's he always has some funny takes, man. And the fact that he he snitched on the jumbotron guy was just hilarious to me. I don't know. Um, so just a quick recap of some of these other games and uh, how the scores went this week. So uh, you know, as you can see from our season totals, uh, Knock is still in the lead, fifteen and a half points. I'm catching up, though. I came back a little bit this week. I'm at 12. I had the best week. I had six. Uh, You got Mango. He's at eight and a half. And Caleb is coming in with five points. But there's a lot of season left. Don't worry. Uh, So, anyways, like I said before, Nock did get the point for the Indianapolis game. Uh, Good job there. Nobody here got any points for Pittsburgh losing to Cleveland because as everyone here knows and uh, let me know in the comments when our two early predictions came out last month that uh, we only had Cleveland win in two games. So they're on par with me. If they don't lose out, I'm wrong. So that's great. Um, And they don't even have Deshaun back yet. So that's fun. Um, So then I, I took the point for Carolina. You know, my boy Baker finally didn't disappoint me this week and he was able to beat the Saints. Uh, we got uh, everyone here chose the Bears. I got the point for that one being closer. The score was 20 to 23, I guess 27 17. Um, as you guys know, we all picked the Bills and the Dolphins came back. Uh, we all went with the Vikings, who did beat the uh, Detroit Lions. I took the point there. Um, unfortunately the Patriots disappointed me once again, and the Ravens won that one. Knock got himself another point and, uh, knock followed up by getting the point right after that as well with the Cincinnati game. Tennessee beating up on the Raiders. Always good to see Marengo took the point there. I took the point for Philly over Washington was only off by two. I said 24, 10, it was 24, eight. Uh, and then, all of oh we'll make some more time to talk about this guys don't worry but we all were wrong about the chargers this week by a long shot yeah. let me tell you yeah for sure uh, you know uh marengo comes through again he takes the win with the uh with the rams cardinals game Atlanta takes out the Seahawks, as we all knew would happen. Uh, just wanted to mention that Caleb had – this is one of the games that Caleb said the Seahawks would win because he's got them going about 500. Uh, <laughs> Marengo only wanted to win the Tampa Green Bay game. Uh, 49ers, Broncos. I don't know how the hell I did, but I got the point for that that cluster of a game. Uh, 
you know, we don't have a ton of time to talk about that game today, but I will say, Orlovsky, you're free, my guy. It's now the Jimmy G, not the Orlovsky, when you step out of the back of the end zone <laughs> the on your Jimmy drop back. G. Oh. The Jimmy G. Uh, and then, um, of course, uh, Caleb, he, he, he kept himself from having a goose egg this week, and he took the Monday night game. <laughs> Uh, we were all worried about it. He, wa- he he took the point for Dallas over the Giants. So good job, Caleb. You got yourself a point this week. Nobody's going home with nothing. Uh, so, you know, with, with all that said, guys, uh, obviously we were all wrong in many instances this week, probably more than most other weeks. Uh, what... What was the most surprising moment? Caleb, you look so disappointed, man. What was the most dis- – or, or uh, I'm going to let you just sit on – I'm going to let you sit on that one. But, Nock, what, what was your most surprising instance this week? Well, I can sum it up in four words. How about them Cowboys? Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> How about them Cowboys, baby? You guys want to count them out? You want to give me hell because I tell you that this is the year that they actually do something and make the playoffs and go on a little run, and you want to discount me. And those guys go out there, and they win another week. They keep being discounted. Cooper Rush goes out there and has a 98 quarterback rating and shows up and does enough to get them a win against a – Giants team that had not lost yet this year, okay? I was very impressed with how the two-headed dragon, the running backs, and Pollard, who really stepped up, and dare I say Zeke Elliott this week, did his thing too. And they went out there and they dominated the ball on the ground. The offensive line showed up when everyone thinks they're banged up and all their best players are gone. They still came out there and in the trenches, they moved the Giants off the ball and were able to pick up first downs. I don't want to hear anyone talk mess about C.D. Lamb. I know he dropped a pass for a big game, but the boys still showed out. He had eight catches over 80 yards, averaging over 10 yards per clip. I mean, these Cowboys are the real deal. I thought they'd be one and two by now, and they're already up two and one based upon my projections. They're supposed to be one and two. They're already two and one. So they might even have a higher seed in the playoffs than I predicted. Okay? So to stay off my back, you want to say the biggest surprises, how about them Cowboys? You're unbelievable. I say always think you're a Cowboys fan. <laughs> I where 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 is this coming from? You have a you have a Cowboys jersey on underneath your Chiefs one every Sunday, because that's honestly what it sounds like to me. What what you got going on over there, Nock? Man, I recognize greatness, man. Look, I I see that they are built to win. Okay, I see they're built to win. I predicted it before the season. Not unlike I predicted the Lions would be much better. Not unlike I predicted the decline of the Bengals. Not unlike I predicted a lot of the things that are seemingly coming true, as well as how horrible those Raiders are. But we'll talk about that later. The Cowboys are built to win, and they're even overachieving when they're dealing with Dak being gone. When Dak gets back, don't let Dak come back and be 80, 90%, y'all. Don't let him come back and be 80, 90%, y'all. OK, because you're going to you're going to look like fools when he comes back 89, 80, 90% and they start really putting them hands on you. When they get Gallup back and they start really putting hands on y'all, you're going to be upset about that. 
Caleb, you got anything else you want to say on this for I for I Man, jump about in? the about the about the Cowboys? I, I you know, no, I, I and I hope I hope Dak does. I hope he comes back and I hope he's able to lead this team. I just knock what 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 are you on, Skip Bayless? Come on, man. What you, Yeah, no, John, take it, man. I, 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 uh, I I'll say this. I'll say this. While things might have went a little far in that tangent, uh I got to give it to them, man. I mean, Dallas has come out here, and the only game that they've lost this season, they had their quarterback. I mean, you got to say that the team is well-rounded if they're going to come out there and beat Cincinnati, who I know has not looked great this season, but a lot of the reason people are saying that is because Dallas beat them. Yep. Um, And then they came out this week, and they beat an – the Giants are undefeated against a Tennessee that I told you all wasn't real – and against the Panthers. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt. But they're out here. They're undefeated two weeks into having a backup quarterback in. And I don't know if I'll go as far as Skip Bayless and say that Cooper Rush is going for Dak's job. But I will tell you that I bet you if Dak does not play well coming back from his injury, I think Cooper Rush keeps Dallas from drafting a quarterback for a year or two to replace him. Um, I mean, like, cause, cause everyone, everyone, like, what were they all saying after week one? They're all saying, Hey, you know, should the Cowboys go get Jimmy G? They should go get Jimmy G. They better go get Jimmy G. And it's like, dude, they got a Cooper rush. Why do they need a dude who runs backwards out the back of the end zone? They, and closes their eyes and turns their body when they're about to get tackled. This dude, Cooper rush goes out there. He looks at the face of the defense and he says, you know who I'm going to. Did you know that, uh, last week, he targeted CeeDee Lamb 11 times. Guess who we went right back to this week? Everyone knew where it was going. Schultz is out. Uh, Mamari's gone. It's going to CD, and it still was going to CD, and they couldn't do anything about it. So I will say Dallas is looking damn good. Defense looks damn good. Micah Parsons is going to be the Vaughn Miller of his draft class. Um, yeah, I think I think they look damn good. I don't know if they can do much better than what you projected them at. I think you had them twelve and five, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I could see them definitely <laughs> coming in twelve and five. And you, but what's crazy is I could definitely see them losing the first game or two that Dak comes back because they look better right now than they did week one against uh, Tampa that really has only looked good against Dallas. Like it's kind of crazy. Um, you know, we'll we'll have to see, man. But I will say, I'm very impressed with Dallas so far. Um, you know, they're right on line with what I've been saying they're going to do this season with their quarterback. So that's always good whenever you see your quarterback go out week one and don't lose. <laughs> uh, and, and Caleb, I gave you a little time to think about what your surprising moment was. Uh, <laughs> what is it for you, man? You had to give me time to think for this. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Oh, man. Vegas, we got a problem. Y'all should have stayed in Oakland. What do y'all have going on over there in Nevada? It, it, what is Vegas too much for y'all? Did, are, are y'all staying up too late? What, what's what's going on? Y'all have lost three straight games to start the season. All that talk Raiders fans were giving me. Oh, no, we're we're taking the AFC West. Forget you. Forget Denver. The Chargers ain't not. What are y'all now? Y'all are the only 0-3 team in the National Football League. And you have the nerve to talk all that before the season started. You are the only 0-3 team in the league. I bet Devontae Adams wishes he would have stayed in Green Bay. At least, at least they're 2-1. At least they know what winning a game this year feels like. 
what do y'all have going on there? You can't do anything. You can't close out close games. Derek Carr looks like a, I, I don't even know. He 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 looks like a Derek bike. I'll say that. Forget a car. He doesn't even deserve to have that last name. Derek Bike. All right. Do you hear me? You guys got to figure something out. If you want to even make it look competitive in the division, get it together. You guys couldn't even beat. You guys couldn't even beat Arizona in an overtime game where you had it. The Chiefs plumbled them. The Chiefs made Arizona look like a high school team. And you guys can't even win there. You've got a problem. You have a problem. And you might want to fix it sooner or later. Unless you want to go down as an 0-17 team. Sorry about that. Y'all go ahead. What y'all thinking about that? Was that a little too rough? I don't nah, care. No, go ahead and take it, man. No, nah, look. I mean, I don't care. Oakland is Oakland. This is Oakland. They're a bad organization. And it just trickles down. It is what it is. I mean, you're not going to change your whole coaching staff and think that things are just going to come out of the gate hunky door. Now, of course, they could be better than 0-3. But, I mean, look, you got Derek Carr. You know Derek Carr. You know what he is. I mean, Derek Carr is the Kirk Cousins that everyone likes. Okay? That's Derek Carr. That's what he's going to give you. Okay? Now, is he better than the lower-end quarterback in the league? Absolutely. Absolutely. He's yeah. not dog water. He's, he's, he's a solid quarterback. And you can win with him. But you have to have a running team and a, an amazing defense. Because Derek Carr's not going to go out there and just win you games. He he has done that once or twice in the past. He has those moments of magic, but he is by and far a, a game manager. And they and his best years came when he had an amazing run game with Jacobs, uh, doing a big part of getting uh, yards on first down and leaving him a second and short and being able to go out there and play anything in the playbook. So. Uh, Derek Carr is what we know he is. He's not going to win you games. Devontae Adams, I agree with you. He's really wondering if chasing the bag was the right idea because he's not having the results that Tyreek is having from chasing the bag. At least Tyreek and them, they're winning and they're feeling good and he's getting the quan. He's in South Beach, right? He's doing his thing. Devontae, yeah, he's in Vegas, but to your point, it's not the same and they're not getting the results on the field. And and, and he's a winner. He likes to win. He's about winning above all else. So I know that's getting to him. I, I, I fully expect that the Raiders are going to continue their decline and continue to lose more games. Um, as long as they don't do like the Colts and then find some find a way to beat us right on a good week. That that's what I'm mostly concerned about because they are a division rival. But I do. Uh, I'm glad that they are staying relatively injury free. I don't wish them to lose in a bad way, but but I would. I I really just don't have any faith in that organization. So so yeah, the Raiders. Boo, boo. I think I had them well, win four games this week or this year. And all all, all jokes aside, no, I I know I might go in on the Raiders. Let me say I do not wish injury upon anybody. Can we? Let's just go ahead and put that there now. But you have to, all jokes aside, you have to think the morale of the team is just, it's, it's down. You know, I, I don't think any of us thought the Raiders were going to start 0-3. You know, the AFC West was looking like the division in the National Football League prior to the beginning of the season. And now they're, they're looking at a situation where, where they're 0-3. I mean, you know, that's that's a hell of a, that's a, hell of Man, a hole to take Let me out. tell you about the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders are like everything else in Vegas. Fake. <laughs> Sounds too good to be true because it is. All right? You're right. Tyreek signed a big contract and got paid, and he's getting wins in a place that's tropical, green, and full of life. 
Devontae, he worked a deal with the devil. This man is paid, but he is sitting there winless in a desolate desert with nothing. There, no real plants, nothing. Everything they got, they got to make that shit there. They got to, everything there fake. This man, uh, you know, I don't wish anything bad upon him. I like Devontae Adams, bro, but you chose the wrong side, man. Like, you took the blue pill. You should have went red, dude. Like, I don't know. Um, I don't know. It's it's uh it's really messed up. I will say the Derek bike was funny as hell. But um that's that's funny as hell. But um uh, I will say I'm not going to sit here and keep putting this on Derek Carr, man. Derek I like you know what? Uh I liked the Kirk Cousins joke too, man. Honestly, y'all killed that dude. I I, <laughs> I killed him and Kirk in the same one. That's that's Jackson. Yeah, yeah. They both you, hate my you know, ass. Man, well, because you know how I feel about Kirk too. I like when you clown Kirk, but man, I will say I, I mess with Derek Carr. Like he's you know, Derek Carr and Bo Jackson. I've been saying this a long time. Derek Carr, Bo Jackson, only Raiders I ever liked, right? Um, you know, the dude is decent. Like the guy can put up yards and stuff. I feel like he's maybe more of a Stafford on a lions than he is a Kirk cousins. Right. Um, I think, <laughs> Hey, listen, Stafford ain't done shit this year either. So don't look at me like that. Derek Carr puts up yards and he can play. I don't think he's a great, I don't think he's going to be in the hall of fame, but he damn for sure ain't David Carr and he ain't Derek bite. All right. Um, I, but I will uh, – there is one thing that he is for sure, and that's fucking winless, man. And that is where it's like, man, I said I, – I defended the point so hard, as much as it's hard for me to ever defend the Raiders. I defended it at the beginning of the season when we did our two early picks. I looked at these two. I looked at these two specifically. I said, oh, hell, y'all both got the Raiders 4-13. and 13. Like, that's bad. Like, that's bad. I don't think that they can add Devontae Adams and get that bad. Well, guys, they look pretty bad. Uh, they're winning some they're, – they're losing some really close games, though. I have the I have the Raiders at uh, um, one and two at this point in the season. So they're only one win back. They should have won against Arizona, too, because I had a win in Arizona. Um, you know, they – they should be doing a lot better than they are right now. But I don't think that them being one game off my prediction is going to be too bad. I think that they could still – I had them having a really good end of the season. I could still see them being 9-8 and eight or 10-7. and seven, But, um, sure. but man, uh, they look – I think we're all just kind of flabbergasted at how terrible they look right now. Um, but – who knows? We'll see what they can do. If they can win those close games like they like they gave up to Arizona, then they have a chance. But if they can't stop someone from running around for 88 yards and still converting, like they're screwed. I don't care how good Devontae can catch garbage time touchdowns. It doesn't make a difference. Um, so, hey, he got the bag, though. Got the so, bag. He got the bag, though. Um, and Derek bike is from now on going to be the joke for me. Cause that is funny as hell. I'm still over here. Like that, that was, is that an original? Cause I've never heard that one. <laughs> no, that one, that one just came. It just came to me, man. That's all that was. Sometimes things just quit. No, That's all right. right. Uh, man, I, I'll tell you what I thought was the biggest surprise this week. Like, you know, little backstory i gave the colts a lot of crap for not putting up a field goal 
on Jacksonville and not beating the Texans. But based on what happened this last week, I got to really look in the mirror. Like the Colts ended up beating the Chiefs and Jacksonville beat the holy crap out of the Chargers. So is Jacksonville, like were the Colts bad or is Jacksonville actually kind of good? Because they, 38 to 10, I didn't watch that game. I was watch. I was just kind of like pulling up scores, and when I saw them start to take it away, I was thinking in my head, like, did Herbert not start? Because he looked a little beat up at the end of the Chiefs game. Maybe he didn't start. Then I saw he did. He played through injury. He looked a little hurt, but like he threw that touchdown to Mike Williams and didn't do anything after that. Man, they looked bad. They looked bad. Uh, the Chargers, you guys, man. Uh, you guys got to get together. Everyone gave me a bunch of crap at the beginning of the season. I said the Chargers are going to be the worst team in the AFC West and that they were going to be 9-8. and eight. And everybody, like even Kayla's face still right now, even was like, ooh, that's hard to hear. But, dude, like they just don't look like they can get it done. They're going to be the same Chargers that we've been looking at for the last 20 years. They will, keep, they will be the best losing team in the league. They will go – Nine and eight, and all eight losses will be by a touchdown or less. But at the end of the day, if they're counted as losses, you don't go to the playoffs. And that's what I think that they are. I think that they are uh, regular season gods. But uh, one and two, I even had them two and one at this point and going nine and eight. So if they don't pull it together, uh, I know a lot of it is their injury road right now, but if they don't get it together, man, they're going to have a really tough time. Uh, I don't know, though, man. Knock, what do you think about the Chargers and Jacksonville game this week? Look, man, I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. The The Chargers, you're right. You're absolutely right. The Chargers are um, just that team that, that always d- is expected to do well in the regular season, um, and they do generally do well and have a winning record. But to your point, they're, they're not a winning franchise. They haven't been able to get it together in the playoffs. And like I said earlier, they're not built to win in the playoffs. They're not. They're not built to win in the playoffs. And I said it again last week. I said, who's going to win the, the AFC South? Jacksonville? <laughs> right? Who's going to win that division? Jacksonville? And I think what happened is, and you heard it here first, boys, the Jacksonville Jaguars are for real. The Jacksonville Jaguars are for real. Okay? The Jacksonville Jaguars are for real. They run the ball. They pound the ball down your throat. And they stop the run. And I know that's boring football in this day and age where everyone wants to high fly into action. But when you can run the ball and you can stop the run, you can dictate field position and you can dictate the clock and you handle the turnover um, differential, you're a hard team to beat. You're just not going to lose many games like that. Um, I'm looking at it. Trevor Lawrence had an amazing game. He had 115 quarterback rating. I didn't even realize that. He had 115 quarterback rating. And these guys ran the ball for 151 yards on 36 carries. They're averaging 4.2 at a clip. Robinson had 100 yards. ETN came in and did his thing. They spread the ball around. Zay Jones had 10 receptions, but they still had seven different receivers. So they're doing an excellent job of being balanced and playing uh, real quality playoff style football. And I believe Jacksonville's for real because of the division that they're playing in. You know, it, it, it's hard for me to pronounce his name, Etienne, right? I think I we're think just going to start right. calling. Not, I, I think we're just going to start calling him Eaton because that's what he was doing this week. <laughs> they was eating on them dudes, man. That was just 38, 38. All right, I'm sorry. Caleb, what do you think, man? 
Well, listen, I, as much as I want to dog on a division rival, I, I can't really dog on them a whole lot. You know, they, they look beat up. I mean, you know, injuries are taking effect to them early on this season. I mean, you know, I'm just looking at, you know, Keenan Allen, uh, J.C. Jackson, uh, the, the, you know, there's, you know, and Bosa. then Herbert. He's, I mean, Bosa. And so, you know, th- they look banged up. I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna clown on them too much now. Um, that just doesn't seem fair. They don't look like they're at full strength. I will say they should have. I think they would have uh, made this a little bit closer of a game than 38 to 10. Um, but you know, I they they, they haven't we, they haven't been healthy. Um, so at this point in time, I think this is a good tap. I'm not going to take anything away from Jacksonville. Uh, you know, but at this point, I. I can't really say anything negative about the Chargers. We haven't seen them really at full strength yet. So um, we'll kind of see as the season goes on. As you said, a loss is a loss. It doesn't matter. So injuries injuries hurt. Injuries are a part of the sport. Unfortunately, that's just how it is. Um, but I, I before I put anything out there, I would like to see them healthy for at least a couple of weeks before, you know, we really, you know, dictate how their season's going to go. Right. Hey, man, availability is the best ability. And, you know, as much as it sucks to see people hurt, because I like to see, like, as fans of the sport, we all like to see teams at full strength when they face off, for sure. But, you know, regardless, they're not going to make the playoffs, and I'm telling you all that. I'm the only one on the show who said it, and I'm going to be the only one that's right. Wow. All right. They boo-boo. That's I don't know if y'all can see my notes. I had my notes. Oh, man, the green screen doesn't let me show it. Uh, my notes for today's show was Chargers boo-boo as fuck. That's what I had because that's what they look like. Damn. That is That is for real. I, man, I should you post my have... notes on Instagram. That is I, – I don't ever put that on any of my notes. But for you this couldn't whole have segment, saved that for the Raiders? Um, you know what's funny is um, usually my notes have like a little bit of something jotted there to jog my memory. Uh, it's really funny because the last two segments for the Chargers, I had Chargers boo boo as fuck, and then for yours, uh, you went as soon as you said Raiders. The only note that I wrote was "Ha Raiders." That's what I put. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, those are my notes for this. But uh, we are we are going a little over on time with our moments here, but uh, they they've been enjoyable. You got to love the good old AFC West, best division in football. Uh, but speaking of another team in the AFC West, the one that's actually good, uh, Kansas City plays against Tampa Bay this week. Um, lot, lot to look forward to. Another, you know, arguably big quarter, like the biggest quarterback matchups of the year, right? You had Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady last week. Now you got Mahomes, Tom Brady this week. Uh, Mahomes down two to three in the re- in his record with Brady, looking to tie it up. Uh, Caleb, what are your thoughts, man? What's going to happen this week? Um, well, I think, you know, kind of taking it away from football. Um, I think both of these teams are kind of, um, they're kind of thinking about what they're going to do because this game might not be played in Tampa due to the hurricane that's coming up. Um, I don't know. I think I read somewhere, I don't remember the validity of it, but I think I read somewhere that they would play in Minnesota. Uh, I don't know why Minnesota would be the venue, but um, 
um, you know, out, outside of that, I, I, because I just think there's a lot of distractions going with that. I don't think their heads are really going to be in the right spot. I mean, whose would be, they don't even know where they're going to travel to play the game if it can't be played in Tampa. So I just think there's a lot going on there with both teams. Um, I really need Kansas city to, I, I need them to get this together because Tampa does not look good right now. They cannot put points on the board. I need Kansas city to come out. I need them to run the ball. I need them to be, I need them. I, 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 I need them to have faith in what they do again. Um, you know, I need, I need everybody to be on the same page because it looked nasty last week against Indianapolis. I mean, it was just, everybody was out of sync. Nobody was on the right page. I need Mahomes to have that confidence. I know from time, time, time again, he has praised Brady for being the greatest quarterback of all time. Rightfully so. I understand that. I need Mahomes to be laser focused. I need everybody to be on the same page. I need defense to step up because if we look in, if we look anywhere like we did against Indianapolis, we're going to get ran through. It's just, it, that's just how it is. And I'm scared to say that because I hate, I hate Tom Brady. I hate wherever he goes. I, I just, I, I can't stand it. I can't stand it when we lose against Tom Brady. It drives me up a wall, but I, I'm serious. I need, I need everybody to be in sync because this can get real ugly real quick. And it may not because Tampa's looked real ugly too. They've looked horrid on offensive or on the offensive side of the ball, at least putting up points. That's, they just haven't been able to do it so far this year. So I need the chiefs to come in and wreck havoc. What are, what are you guys thinking about it? Look, I'm fired up about this week. I think the chiefs are, uh, you know, I know in the two early prediction, I predicted that Tampa was going to take this. In a one, but that was that version of Tampa. This is this version of Tampa. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, look. Well, last week, Kansas City didn't look good, and neither did Tampa. Both teams, neither team put up very many points. That neither team seemed like they were really clicking. Um, But Kansas City had all of their guys on offense. Tampa was missing Mike Evans. That's their best and biggest offensive threat. So, you know, they're going to have him back this week. They're going to be at home this week hosting an AFC team. This doesn't affect our seeding. It's hard for the Chiefs to come down there and get up for this game when they're missing Willie Gay and going up against Leonard Fournette, and it doesn't affect seeding. So that's why I have them losing on the too early prediction. I look at that as a trap game because it's a – out-of-conference away game, right? But this is the thing. Now that I've seen what's gonna what's what's going on this week, first of all, Andy Reid doesn't lose two games in a row. We don't lose two games in a row. That's one of the – we don't do it. And half the reason we lost the game last week is we are probably already looking ahead to Tampa. So that was our mistake. But I fully expect Kansas City going to come out there and reestablish the run. We've been running the ball well this year. I expect that we're going to continue to do it. I expect we're going to go out there and stop the run in Tampa, which can be done. We just saw the Packers shut it down last week. Uh, they didn't get – hell, they didn't get a damn thing on the ground last week against Tampa. I think I had like 36 or less than 40 yards rushing. So they didn't do anything there. I expect that we're going to go in there and we're going to play a tough game, but we're going to get the dub. Um, we do have some trouble in the secondary. Uh, we got it. We're a little banged up, but I expect – I fully expect that we're going to be able to come out and, and leave there with a win. Yeah, um, 
it's a tough it's a tough matchup um this will be the first time that we get to see these two face off since uh since the super bowl where obviously as chiefs fans we're we're seeking some revenge here um they you know they had the whole narrative last year in the media that uh because of tampa bay they they exposed the chiefs that's why the chiefs are struggling because tampa bay has completely exposed you know I don't know, guys. I think that Tampa Bay's defense looks really good. Uh, their offense looks pretty bad. We look, Chiefs look middle of the pack on both ends of the ball. Um, it, so it's really hard to tell. I think if we don't have any run game at all, we're going to struggle just like we did this last week because we won't be able to manage the clock and they're going to know what's coming. Uh, they've already shown that they have some of the best pass rushers in the game. I don't like last week. Mahomes was only sacked once and had still struggled, and we didn't run the ball. I think that Tampa's defense is way better. I think that they're probably going to get them a few sacks if we're trying to pass the whole night. Um, I, I don't know. It, it's really tough. I'd like to see Mahomes tie it up, make it a three-three count. Obviously, you can't make up for a Super Bowl win, but um, you know. Both of these teams the last two weeks have looked very, very off. Um, you make a good point with Mike Evans coming back. I forget exactly what point in the game he was ejected two weeks ago, but, um, you know, I feel like both teams had a strong week one. Tampa Bay came out and made Dallas look bad. We came out and made Arizona look bad. And then both of them just kind of like hit this weird little wall in week two where offenses just really couldn't get it going. And to be honest, we just both teams got saved by the defense. Uh, Watson getting a pick six at the end of the game saved us and uh, Tampa Bay not allowing any, any more points saved them. And maybe Mike Evans hitting the hell out of Marshawn Lattimore, maybe struck some fear. I don't know, but uh, I've got Tampa Bay winning in my two early prediction. It's hard for me not to be biased and say that that's not going to happen. Um, to be honest, I think that knock is right. It is the trap game. I think that Mahomes really wants to win it because he's a. I feel like he's a legacy guy, much like like a LeBron or a Tom or an Aaron. Like he wants to win that game. But uh, our defense, every every time I can call it right now, in between the hashes, gets shredded by Tom Brady. He's gonna shred us right up the gut every time. Leonard Fournette's going to be hitting us. Um, and for whatever reason, our defense has always struggled against him. I think that he just kind of knows our scheme. Spagnola doesn't know how to handle it. I think Mahomes could do very well, but I see the Tampa Bay, uh, Tampa Bay gay going about as I called it, man. Um, I'm not looking forward to see Mahomes lose twice in a row. I think it, it, it's hard to tell. Neither team or, or uh, quarterback likes to lose two weeks in a row. I don't know. I like I, I legit don't know. I have nothing else I can even say about it. <laughs> so all I know is I'm very excited to watch it. And uh, hopefully Mahomes, uh, you know, goes for about 405 tutties. But, you know, uh, another game that I'm having trouble deciding who could win it. Buffalo or I'm sorry, Buffalo, Buffalo and Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they play this week. Uh, you know, got two good teams. Uh, both only one loss to Miami. 
Uh, Knock, I'll let you get started here, man. Uh, who do you think is going to take that one? Oh, wow. Well, Buffalo and Miami. I mean, I'm so excited. Excuse me, Buffalo. Wow, we're both doing this. Buffalo and um, Baltimore is going to be an exciting game. I mean, we have two of the most electric quarterbacks in the league going head-to-head. They both can beat you in the air or on the ground. I believe they're both leading their team in rushing and passing. Um, I'm excited to see this game. There's going to be fireworks. It's going to come down to whatever defense can stifle the other quarterback because these are these are the two most versatile quarterbacks in the league. Hands down. I, I'm a huge Pat Mahomes fan. Pat Mahomes is that dude, but he doesn't have the same um, he doesn't have the same athleticism outside of the pocket that these two guys do. Let's just be clear. And so watching these two um, on the same field at the same time in their prime, this is going to be a joy to watch. This is one of those games that you want to keep on record. Like this has a possibility to be one of the most fantastic shows we've ever seen. So I'm super excited about seeing these two together just because of the type of talent that they have. Um, In addition to that, though, they both play on phenomenal teams that have excellent defenses, that have good running games, that are both poised to be in the playoffs. This could potentially be an AFC playoff matchup. Um, So there's a lot riding on this. If there's a tiebreaker situation or anything like that down the the road, uh, this game could be a a pivotal moment in the season. So I'm super excited to see these teams go head to head and, and uh, I can't wait to see uh, what Lamar and Allen can both do. I mean, both of you, both of you said it, uh, you know, th- these are two teams that are, we're looking, they're going to be one of the last remaining in the AFC. Um, I, I don't know if it's going to be quite to this level, but do you guys remember the chiefs and the Rams from a few years ago? I think that game ended 51 48, not saying it's going to be a shootout yeah. like that, not saying it's going to be a shootout like that, but man, uh, I, I certainly don't think it's going to be like what we just saw Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady do this past week. Um, I think this is going to be an electrifying game. As Knox said, I, I really, you guys nailed it. Uh, I, I really don't see how there's going to be a, a better game this week uh both of these teams it like you guys said it's going to come down to what the defense can do um both can run both can throw both can get the job that i i am very excited um i think if i if i had to give the edge to somebody i think it's going to be buffalo i think josh allen is pissed um i could tell at the end of that game against miami because i know miami's down there laughing like <laughs> we beat both of these dudes already so like i i know josh allen is hungry I know he wanted to get a playoff before the clock ended against Miami um, because they, they very well could have. Uh, if, if they, if I should say, if they did get another playoff, I think they could have won the game. Um, I think Josh Allen's pissed. I think he's going to use that for encouragement. I think he's going to go out there, and I think he's going to throw for 450. I think he might have five touchdowns. I think Josh Allen is going to, yeah, y'all can look at me like that all you want. It's not going to be, this is no game. Josh Allen's going to come slinging that thing. He's going to be ready. So you got the bills then? I got the bills. Woo! I got the bills, and I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Am, am, am I am I completely crazy for thinking that? I'm just saying. I think Josh Allen, he's gonna have something to prove. He feels some type of way after losing to Miami, and I think he's gonna want to come back and prove that. I, I'm with you, Caleb. I had um, I had them 27 <clears throat> to 24 in my too early prediction. 
and I think it might be 37 to 34. Uh, I agree it could be fireworks, but I do still have the Bills by three. Wow, man. It's, it's a tough one. Um, you know, Bills should win this game. There's no reason that the Bills should not win this game. Um, you know, my too early prediction, I've got it 41-35 Buffalo. So I already thought this was going to be a close game uh, before the season even started. Both quarterbacks have come out and played, you know, equal to or better than they have in the past. At least they're both starting off really hot, a lot of passing, a lot of rushing yards. Uh, 41-35 Buffalo, I think that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with it, man. I got to stick with Buffalo this week. They're just uh, they're a Super Bowl favorite. They look good, um, and it's just hard to go against them. The Ravens are kind of wishy-washy. Uh, and I think that Buffalo just has a bit of a better defense. I think that they're going to be all over Lamar, but we'll see. We will see. Lamar, what did he have last week? He had like over 300 yards, 150 rushing yards or something like that. I mean, yeah, he had over 300 passing and 120 rushing. Yeah, I mean, I think it just, it's going to depend on if Von Miller, you know, can, can catch him or if he's going to get put on skates. I don't know. Um, but I'm, I'm going to stick with my pick of Buffalo, man. I think it's going to be a really great game. I just hope that it's not going to be one of those same situations like, uh, you know, Tampa Bay, Green Bay, where we're sitting here going, oh, man, these, these guys are two of the best to ever do it. And then, you know, it, it might be 10 to 6 Buffalo. Who knows? So um, I'll, I'll stick with them. I will say, though, I think I want Baltimore to win. I will say that. I'm, I get tired of uh, – you know, this is just a biased Chiefs fan opinion. I do get tired, though, of everyone hyping up the Bills. They hype up the Bills. Oh, my God. The best team ever. The best team ever. They give them all this credit for, like, playing us well. The Chiefs. They play the Chiefs well, and they get, like, all this credit. They're the Super Bowl favorite. They should be the Super Bowl favorite because they are <laughs> They are so good that they almost beat Mahomes every year. They are so good. They Damn. almost do it. And I'm just like, okay, well, then I guess Matt Ryan should be winning the Super Bowl because he's done it. He actually did it. Like, he did it. <laughs> All right. Sorry. A little bit of Bill's hate. But uh, you guys are my Super Bowl pick. Hey, you guys are my Super Bowl pick for this year. I'm sitting here saying all this, but I picked you guys to win it this year, too. I think you guys are due up. I'd like to see it for you guys. I root for underdogs and honestly how bad we've beaten you guys, what, three years in a row we've sent you home. You guys are like underdogs now. I'm rooting for you. Good. I hope you do it. I hope you can make it happen. Uh, Baltimore won a Super Bowl in the last 10 years, so I'm not too worried about them, and I think Lamar's going to definitely get one. Uh, so Buffalo is my underdog. Boy. Just saying. My. Um, my, my. Wow. It, it is what it is. Speaking of other underdogs, uh, moving on to the next topic, Jacksonville at Philly. Um, I... I like this game. I think this is going to be a really good game, man. I think these are two teams that have surprised everybody this season. Uh, I wouldn't say that Jacksonville looks like the leading AFC team, but Philly damn for sure looks like the leading NFC team. Uh, you know, I'll go ahead and throw this one at you first, Caleb. What do you think of, of this matchup? You know, and it's crazy. I, I was looking at what we all had. I have Philadelphia winning this one uh, 21 to 10. Um and, you know, I, I, 
I don't know about that anymore. That was the way too early prediction. Um, I, I think Jacksonville's kind of, I think they have a point to prove too. I think they're a little ahead of schedule uh, per se, but uh, they, man, they, they, they asserted themselves against the Chargers. Uh, now that's on the other side of the coin because the Chargers are a little bit beat up, but for them to throw 38 points, man, they can be nasty on defense. They're only going to improve on offense. You know, Trevor Lawrence there, I think he's going to be a stud. I think, you know, just, I, you know, but they are going to run into a buzzsaw of what is Philadelphia. And Jalen Hurts, man, he has carried this team to 3-0. and He can run. He can get it done in the air. I mean, it just – it. I think this is – I did not have this game circled to make sure I am tuned into – this is going to be one of these games that I am tuned into. Um, this is going to be a great game. I think Philadelphia might sweep this one out. I think they're going to be good. I know Jacksonville's defense might stop them a little bit. I think Jalen Hurts is going to struggle a little bit more, uh, you know, but Jacksonville's defense, I don't know. Um, you know, only time will tell. But, man, I, I am way more excited and up for this game than I ever thought I would be for a Jacksonville game. Um, and, and Philly, I, I will give a shout-out. You're – your mom's team, man, three and zero. Jalen Hurts is doing the damn thing, and I, I am, I'm excited. I think this is going to be, this might be game of the week. I'm not saying that, but I'm very excited for this one because I think Philly's going to come out here. I think they're going to show us that they are still the real deal. And Jacksonville, I won't give them too much. I won't give them hell if they lose. Philly's a good team. I don't think Jacksonville's there quite yet. Um, I think Philadelphia is the best team in the NFC. At least they're looking through it through three weeks. Um, so I do think I'm going to give this nod to Philadelphia. What the uh, uh, knock? What What are you feeling about this matchup here? Uh, you know, this this game is going to be a fun game to watch. I think it's going to look more like a playoff game. Both of these teams can establish themselves on the run um, early in the games. They also establish themselves well in defense. The last couple of weeks, both of those teams defense have looked like the best in the league you see what jacksonville has done the last couple of weeks they shut the colts out completely and then last week they dominated a team that we all know is a solid offense so jacksonville's defense is for real they also can run the ball i already kind of preached on this earlier well philadelphia is no different philadelphia has been running the ball stopping the run jalen hurts um, looks phenomenal. I think that we could be looking at um, a battle that, and obviously they're AFC and NFC, so they won't see each other a whole lot. But we have two of the best young quarterbacks in the league that not named Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, uh, uh, Allen, that that are going to be going head to head. These guys are part of the new age. They're both very athletic. They're both able to get outside the pocket and make things happen. They both have electric uh, offensive playbooks to go from. So this game's going to be a lot of fun. The defense is going to keep that score down, though, because both defenses are so good. I do see that the score is going to be a little bit lower. I have Philadelphia pulling it out because they are at home. And, of course, you know, with Jacksonville, they have the young quarterback. I think he's going to have a little bit more of the highs and lows because he's still younger so last week was a major high he might go again out of conference away game doesn't affect jacksonville seeding i see them playing a tough game but ultimately taking the loss to philadelphia 
For sure. I mean, I, I think I'm just going to really be piggybacking off you guys on this one, man. Um, I think that um, this is a game that none of us had circled prior to the season, right? Um, I, I'm almost surprised that this is a game that we looked at and went like, wow, this is a really good matchup this week. Um, I know none of us expected it. I think all of us have Philly winning this game when we thought Jacksonville was not going to be showing up this season. But um, while I'm not going to change my Philly pick, um, if Philly was two and one, I'd be much more inclined to think that way though, for sure. I think Jacksonville all of a sudden is starting to look more like a threat like they did about, what was that, five, six years ago when they went to the AFC championship. Yes. Um, I think they're looking about they're they're looking decent, and I mean they have Trevor Lawrence who is a proven winner. He's been on a a, a rough team with some coaching, a lot of coaching changes, um, and I think that that's what's going to end up being their downfall in this game. I think they've got a new coach, which uh, I have to mention is pretty funny. It is Doug Peterson, who won the Super Bowl for Philadelphia. So not that that really has much to do with like knowing scheme or anything because you know there's a new coaching staff in philly so it could be a lot different um i do think it is a a revenge game that peterson might have circled on his own calendar going up against his old team that is right now undefeated with this new quarterback and you know i think i think he really wants to win this game i don't know if i can say the same for some of those young guys like uh you know eaton is what we're gonna start calling him and uh james robinson trevor lawrence and stuff but um, I, I think it's going to be an interesting game. Philly's going to pull it out, though. I think they've got some uh, some more veterans on the team. They got a good defense, and they actually have a run game that uh, stays pretty consistent. But I will. I also want to mention something I thought was really funny about uh, a stat I saw in Jacksonville this week is uh, Doug Peterson now with two wins for the Jags. He is now tied for fifth all time in wins for Jaguars head coaches. Think about that. Fifth all time. He's won two games. That's horrible. That's terrible. They are I mean, he's tied with a million people. Yeah, they're a relatively but... young franchise. They haven't had a lot of coaches, and they have had high turnover at that position the last few years. So that's why the stats look that way. Um, hopefully, Peterson can come in, have some longevity there. This is the best quarterback he's ever coached in the big leagues. So I, I'm not surprised that, that they're having the success they are. I don't okay, so Trevor Trevor Lawrence is definitely mad talented, and this could all be coming from a place of bias, but um That man coached Big Dick Nick, dude. I said this last week. Big Dick Nick, man, you can't forget about that guy. He like Big Dick he's the Nick reason they beat Chiefs. I'm, win I'm convinced. A starting Just job. being on the just just being he doesn't want it he's like alex moran if anyone here's a blue mountain state fan the dude knows that he has the best job in the nfl he's the backup quarterback he doesn't get hit at practice he doesn't get hit in games and he still makes millions on the sideline with his presence he won against the chiefs last week for the colts like that man yeah nick Foles nor carson wentz have the talent base nor the pedigree and the winningness in college that we see with the current jacksonville quarterback that's all i'm saying that young man is a baller. He's going to be a future superstar. And neither of those quarterbacks have what Lawrence has there in Jacksonville. 
Yeah, I mean, I like in all in all seriousness, obviously, Big Dick Nick doesn't play for Jacksonville, and Trevor Lawrence is obviously a younger now, cup talent, size, better I don't talent. Know. I don't know about he's, the cup size. He's already he's already starting in a uh, he's already starting for a franchise and has been now what is his second or third season. So obviously, there are different level of talent. All I'm saying though is, you know, he still is young and he still plays for the Jaguars with a new coach. I just don't see him pulling out the win in Philly, but uh, I'm. But it's hard to tell when they come out there and they 38-10 the Chargers. Like this season has been one of the weirdest first three weeks I've seen in a long time. I, I honestly think the only team that has looked consistent, or one of the only teams that has looked consistent throughout, is Philly. Philly, uh, and not just because they're three and zero, but they just like they showed up every I, I've, week. I've actually watched their games. Yeah, like they they just look like they're ready to play. They're gritty. They don't look like they're getting frustrated or giving up or anything. Uh, they look a lot like Miami right now. Really quick, uh, honorable mention. A little mention. less flash. Honorable mention, yeah. really quick. We have to throw a shout-out to that dude with the stash, Gardner Minshew, who's sitting on the bench in Philly right now, who was the previous starting quarterback in Jacksonville, and who looks damn good, right? He's one of the top backup passers in the league. And now he's sitting patiently in the on the bench. Wouldn't it be cool to see him get some snaps, hopefully because Philly's just blowing them out, not because of any type of injury situation. But wouldn't it be cool to see him get one back on him? You know, I mean, we can't, we're bringing yeah. up Nick and Carson Wentz. We got to throw a little shout-out to the stash, Gardner Minshew. Hey, man. I, I liked Minshew, man. I'm surprised. Uh, I mean, obviously, they got Trevor Lawrence. That's why they don't have him anymore. But I did like him in Jacksonville, man. He had a, he had a hot start. Um, my other favorite number 15 of the league, but, uh, no, man, I, I think the Jacksonville Philly game is going to be really good. Uh, never in my life thought that I was going to be excited to watch such a game, but I am here. I am. It's like my third most important game of the week behind the other two weeks. We talked about with Kansas city, Tampa and Buffalo, Baltimore. Um, but it, it, it's going to be a really interesting week, guys. I am super excited. Um, as always, I, I can just feel it. I am chipping away at Knox lead. If I have another week like last week, I'll be right there with you starting next week, man. Uh, I think I think uh, I'm just looking at some of our score predictions for next week and how it aligns with what is actually happening. I think I might have a pretty good week, guys. I'm feeling good about it. I'm feeling good. So I hope you guys feel just as good and are ready for it next week. Um, I will say, I don't know what the Colts are going to do. I'm not going to bet on that game this week, though. I'll tell you that. Tennessee Indy is the other honorable mention because Jacksonville right now is in the lead in their division by one game. So they it's a kind of a must-win in Philly if they want to keep that lead because Tennessee and Indy play this week. So just something to think about. <laughs> but anyways... Uh, we are way over on time once again today, but I really appreciate you guys showing up. I appreciate everybody who's here listening. Uh, we appreciate you guys chiming in. Definitely jump in the comments. Let us know uh, what your guys' opinions are on these topics. And uh, if there's any other topics you guys want us to talk about, just throw it in the comments. Let us know. I'm very responsive on Instagram, and uh, these guys jump on there every once in a while, too. I'll also be posting all of my sportsbook promo links below. If you've never signed up for any of those sportsbooks, you can jump on there. You'll get some free bets and other promotional uh, things from my links that'll help you kind of get started, get you some free money to get started on your betting. Uh, but other than that, man, appreciate you guys all jumping on, and we will see you next week. Yes, sir. Take care.